The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Nobody Cares. This episode is a complete shambles, but aren't all of them. I mean, truly. But um, there's no topic. There's no direction. Who the fuck knows? I've just written some situations down here just to sort of give myself a little bit of an indicator. But it's a complete fucking shambles. I'm just going to read some messages and who knows where we go. Um, I'm actually recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, which is great because um, I woke up alone. Um, I then scrolled through Instagram where every man his dog has some um, roses and whatnot. I'm not sure about you guys, but I'm dating a uh, log of wood. So um, the chance of me receiving anything today is, um, I would say, low. So what I will do tonight is order a pizza in bed. Uh, and when it's delivered, we'll just pretend that it was from somebody else. I think that's a great idea. Um, yes, I did. Um, purely because um, I have a wide variety of contacts uh, in addition to um, an assistant. <laughs> so Courtney's mic is down. She asked me if I have sent Ben anything. Um, yes, he'll be receiving two dozen roses. Let's talk about rose policy. Uh, I didn't think I would go into this, but why not, hey? Um, there are such things as rose policy. Um, Courtney doesn't know how to use the desk. She is producer Courtney, not Hello. button pusher Courtney. I think, I think that's me now. Okay, she's worked it out. Um, Rose policy, okay. Um, There are only very specific quantities of roses, to be clear. There is one rose, a single rose, classy. There is a dozen roses, and there are multiples of a dozen roses. The end. Okay, so um, if you've received three roses today, um, that is a one, two, three steps to quit the relationship that you're in. If you've received six... I think it's time to stop dating the trolley pusher um, or to have a sit-down conversation about the appropriate number of roses. Half a dozen um, is the number of eggs you buy when you are not big on eggs. Do you know what I mean? And you've got like a dish that requires eggs. And by a dish, I mean a brownie mix. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what three and six roses are. I've never heard of someone gifting nine. I imagine that's someone, you know, serial killer adjacent. Um, Do you know what I mean? Um, I just think it's one or 12. Like, I just think it's one or 12. And then multiples of 12, obviously, depending. I have gone with two dozen um, just because that feels like, I don't know, a do time. Do you think that Ben will feel guilty when he receives them? So he'll do like a frantic, like, oh, quick, now I need to do something. So maybe you will, will receive something. Um, look, you know, quite a few people who listen to this podcast are friends of Ben, so I don't want to pull back the veil. <laughs> But um, love him to death. He's not the most resourceful individual. Um, if he attempts to frantically do anything, um, I don't imagine much will happen. I think that will be like a child in a, a kiddie pool making waves that are fully contained within the blow-up pool. They will not exceed his office. I don't think they'll make it all the way to the Gold Coast, personally. Um, that's just my general feeling. Um we can record again later if I'm shown up, but the chances of that are shorty got low. I just let everyone know that. Um, the chances of a pan Hawaiian extra cheese arriving at my door tonight of my own volition, high. Really fucking high. Um, of course, that's not sauce we put on there because 
like I said, I'm a 10 out of 10. Um, Valentine's Day. I had a few people message me about Valentine's Day asking for my commentary today on Valentine's Day. Again, to me, it is akin to uh, Christmas. The re- and people are like, is there a Karen, hi, Cheryl, sweetie, Christy fucking hyphen Lee. How are you, hon? Um, one, it's not my problem that you're single. Um, two, it's not my problem that you don't like seeing things around, but this is a really bad time for retail as someone who represents retail brands and owns one. This isn't a great time. People aren't out there shopping up a storm because they just got their credit cards from December and realized, holy mother of fuck. And by credit cards, I mean their afterpay statements where they're like, this week you're getting 19 afterpays in one go. And you're like, holy mother of fuck. What happened in December? Uh, when you're out there being like, I'm a baller, I'll just pay it later. And then it's like those increments eventually come up together. Um, so for me, if it exists to give retail a booster rooster in February when um, retail stores are starting to wonder if they need to cut down on staff. So instead of cutting down on staff, people go out and buy things. Staff are required. You know, there's big sales in things like, I mean, obviously flowers, but obviously chocolates and things like that. The hospitality industry, who I would imagine is down considerably at this time of year, will be on fire tonight. I mean, let's talk about the hospitality industry on Valentine's Day though, right? Like I said, I'll be at home with a pizza. That wouldn't change if Ben was home or if he was in Perth. But I don't like a set menu. I don't like paying $150 for food I didn't particularly order. Do you know what I mean? Like, when do you want to be told what you're going to eat for dinner? I don't understand that. That's not for me. Um, So I wouldn't go out on Valentine's Day anyway. I don't want a jinx package. Or I don't want, like, the three meals that you could make en masse all at once. Like, no. Catering food's shit. I don't want to be catered to in a restaurant where I'm paying $150 a fucking head. I also don't want to be surrounded by, like, I would be a terrible... I don't know if I've done, I haven't done a Valentine's dinner in a long time, I don't think. I can't remember the last time I did it, but uh, like with my partner. But I really think that I would be a terrible Valentine's date because I would be staring the fuck out of the whole restaurant. The whole time I would just be watching the other couples and their like their interactions with each other and like what's going on. I don't think I'd be able to focus. That would be like a dream boat. Maybe I need to go and get like a lawn chair and go and sit at the front of a restaurant tonight and order my pizza to there. Because you're on the Domino's app now, you can actually literally, it's like when you're on the app, it says you can order it to anywhere. Like you don't need an address. You can just like pin a location and then they will just bring a pizza to you, which I think is kind of cool. Um, so maybe I just need to lawn chair it up. Because like, you know... There's so many people out tonight who just feel like it's a necessity. And I don't know if it's an early, you know, I, I wish Button Pusher Aaron was here because he is king fuckstick of the Valentines, I think. Already, um, Chandler, his girlfriend, has already done like an Insta story of what he did for her. So I can just quickly jump on and see. What no, I want to know more about tonight, like what the plan is. Well, that's true. Because I feel like he's like there's, fully in. There's gifts, two lots of gifts here. And... Uh, two two dozen rosens, do you think? Rosens. Roses. Two dozen roses sent to her works. It looks like two it, gifts in this photo. Oh, okay. Right. Would He's you like me to message the, him to get him to come down? Maybe to we should interview. get him to come down. All right. Because this is year one of relationship, like first Valentine's. Yeah, I think this is interesting. Not even you, um, within the year. You know? Yeah, but it's first Valentine's yeah. together. No, I think it's important that we interview someone who um, is involved. Um, as I've said, I'm kind I'm of single, not so very I have good. Nothing to contribute. Nothing to contribute. But also, I don't hate it. Like, it's nice that people want to. I don't care that I'm single. It's like whatever. I bought everybody no. chocolates today. I'm single adjacent, um, so you know, I feel like I'm in a similar boat. Um, I got a snap from Ben this morning that was just like, "Good morning." 
So which oh, is forgot. what? Yeah, which is what's reinforced the fact that there's nothing coming. Which <laughs> so I he's going to really have a heart attack when he gets the flowers. Yeah, it's going to be comedy plus. Aaron's not going to know that we're recording, so he's just going to storm on in. So that that's door fine. Could be loud. He also knows that oh, he's not stormed. Hey, dog. Um, you you're able to um, you're able to say no, but um, I feel as though we need to discuss. It's like an interview with a first time first year Valentine person. And I feel like you're a Valentine sucker, so I feel like we just you're gonna be sure. good for this. Okay. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Butler, big listeners so to the podcast, so welcome your son. He's gonna ask you secrets, but this won't go out till next week. So Chandler will have already received all of whatever's going on. Oh, okay. She's so probably cool. not a listener. So anyway, you can so disclose. Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Well, you can disclose what you wish to disclose. We were just discussing dinner. Um, I was discussing that um, I'm dating. A lump of wood adjacent, so I won't be receiving anything today, um, is what I will be receiving. So um, this evening I'll be ordering myself a pizza and then pretending that it came from, you know, that's right, how I'm sure. operating. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not sad about it. I'm going to have a great time. You could also Seinfeld. write on the Uber Eats thing, maybe Happy Valentine's, and they'll write a note back. No, I have to order from Domino's and then on Uber Eats because Pizza Hut's cheese has gone wayward. Oh, Okay, I don't know sure. what's happened over there. They were like, let's change things up. It almost tastes like I'm trying to eat a vegan cheese. Just CC to the vegans out there. Stop calling it cheese because um, it isn't. Anyway, that's a side note. We could do a whole episode on veganism. The next episode, which I was struggling to think of a topic for, but I don't think I'm going to record that today. I think we're going to record it. Or, no, I think that's going to be when I get back because I'm going to be back from Bali on the Tuesday night. So if I come in Wednesday morning, I'm going to have Bali adjacent content. Not even adjacent. I'm mean, gonna have Bali content. Um, Bali adjacent would be like Thailand content. <laughs> um, Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Um, first year, well, not first year, but first time Valentine with this person with with Chan Chan. Yeah. Great. Um, does Chan Chan know that we call her Chan Chan? Yeah, she does. Great. She's aware. Okay. Okay, you call her. She's Sorry. not against it. Um, she's not against it. Is she against Chan Labong? Probably. <laughs> okay, just checking in. I've done that one to her, Chen Chen, and also Jackie Chan. There's been a few variations. I've Jackie Chan, I'm not into. Chenanda Labong, Mrs. Chenanda Labong, I'm right into. If you don't know what that is, you can just leave the podcast right now. Um, anyway, so it's Aaron first year. Know what that is, I assume it's a friends thing. Yeah, it, it is a friends thing. He knows where he's going. <laughs> um, anyway, so first year Valentine's. So uh, we've just seen on the story, Courtney's just shown me, um, this is a very early delivery. You've yeah, got in I was actually quite surprised at the delivery. <laughs> I mean, it kind of looks like I snuck into her work and it, it put it on the desk. It is a bit creepy adjacent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's very early delivery. Um, by the sounds of the tone of your voice, that wasn't planned. So no, that's correct. nice. Um, it does, however, feel- so yesterday afternoon, I just want people to know, right, yesterday afternoon, I, um, you know, I don't, I'm not much of a planner. Um, yesterday afternoon, well, not yesterday afternoon, yesterday, Jess, my sister and I began the Valentine's hunt um, because we're not much with the planning. Sure. Um, and so we were looking for a florist. I have previously worked the florist in Perth who worked with my event, um, Matthew Landers, who's a fabulous uh, floral stylist, if you will. Um, so Jessica contacted the florist um, and unfortunately they said, we are no longer taking orders. Uh, they're rather abrupt on the phone. Um Jess was a bit taken aback by the fact that they were just like, get off. It's not happening. Um, and I said to Jess. Nearly 12 hours or less before Valentine's Day. So, and then Jess was like, oh, that's a bummer. I was like, oh, I feel like you should have mentioned my name. I don't know mm. if it carries any weight because it was a long time ago, but it may have met. We don't know. Sure. So we moved on with our life and we found someone else. Um, I think the people that we've used, are, you know, are rubbish adjacent. So I, I don't really know what we're going to be receiving here. It could be 12 dozen of those like fake roses, like the plastic. I don't even know anymore. Um, but uh, later on yesterday, um, 
uh, I received a tag from the florist who we contacted and they said that um, they were unavailable. Uh, keep in mind my name wasn't used on the phone. Um, where they have uh, used a video story of a person from there who I had DM'd who we dealt with a very long time ago. They've then tagged me and been like, da da da, pretending to be working but actually fangirling over at St. Mangan DMing her. So have we used the name? Maybe we would have had adjacency flowers from the stylist. Thank you, Matthew Landers. Anyway, um, aside from Matthew leaving me out in the cold and dry, you've done roses. Correct. What multiple have we done here? What number are we looking at? Uh, two dozen. Thank God. So it's multiples of 12. because well, How really did you awkward. come to that decision, Aaron? Yeah, how did you arrive there? Um, I had a price that I knew <laughs> really spend. And but I, I mean, two that, dozen pri- was... that price is quite high because on Valentine's Day, I mean, if you were to buy two dozen last week, mm. you were buying them yeah. at a steal. <laughs> um, if you want to buy a red rose tomorrow, I'm guessing they're throwing them away. Yeah, probably. What multiples do you feel are acceptable for Valentine's Day? Like how many roses should you... Um, I think it should be like, personally, it's like a singular rose. A dozen or multiples of dozens. Wow, there he's we go. nailed he's it. Nailed it. That's, that's what I just said. I've discussed on the podcast already. Sam and I have spoken about it before you arrived. <laughs> um, I was wondering um, if any psycho adjacent people are sending nine roses. Oh. Because I've heard of six. I, I can maybe give give it to them if it's like it means something, but then also I kind no. of don't think uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, but then it should be like nine. It should be. These are nine years. You give nine roses. It should be nine dozen. I think Dad used to do a dozen for every year, and then it got to a limit. Yeah, Maggie was just telling me that. Oh, there you go. It gets to a point where it's like she got to seven years, and she was like, "Rick, stop." (laughs) Rick, we're bankrupt. (laughs) I mean, again, if you'd have bought seven dozen the day after, it'd be an acceptable (laughs) price. But on the day, it's really wild. Even. even with the forest that we work with, I struggle to pull my usual discount. <laughs> They're like, hi, Sam, fuck off. Um, okay, so you've got multiple, so it's a, it's a tick. Um, Chenandler is thrilled. Um, there seems to be additional packages. There was like a little box of like four brownies and then a candle. <gasps> brownies. Mm. So that's a 10 out of 10. And it's her favourite type of brownie. Oh. I didn't actually know that. She just sent me a message before going, these are my favourite brownies, FYI. And I was like, nailed it. <laughs> She has a favorite brownie that isn't um, from the box. Yeah, that I don't you know. just bake yourself at home, add two yeah, eggs like with a, a little Betty dash Cocker of oil, thing, and yeah, you burn. Yeah. I mean, Betty knows what she's doing with the brownie. Let's not even get involved. Um, okay, great. What else are we seeing um, later on in the day? Um, it's just dinner. It's just so. Dinner where have you elected to go to dinner? Uh, we're going to a restaurant in Brisbane on the water. Are you seeing that it's a set menu? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. And i tell you what else was really annoying. And this will be costing you a fucking pretty penny. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really look that's, bad. That's, a, that's a that's I, a nightmare I mean, problem. I'm open to being taken advantage of. Um, it, it was also something like if you don't cancel the reservation within 48 hours, they charge you a $100 fee per head that you booked. See, that I have, I'm fully okay with because fuck Cheryl when she's just like, should we not go out tonight? What do you think? Oh, I don't know who she's talking to because she's single. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, that could possibly be Chandler. So. <laughs> well, she's like, we're not yeah, going. She's like, oh, I don't really feel like dinner. I was like, oh, you were like, well, oh, I really oh, think we should go. Well, I can't afford Uber Eats now, so <laughs> take what you're given. Yeah, literally. What are your thoughts? So you've not really looked into this very much. It doesn't sound like you're really well-versed. Like, what are you eating tonight on this set menu? Um, it's a seafood restaurant, so there's a bunch of like prawns, oysters, fish, desserts, yeah. 
I doubt they'll be rolling out lobster or bugs. Doesn't feel probably not. No, yeah. I wouldn't have thought so. Too hard to prepare. Too expensive. <laughs> and they've already suckered you in. Yeah, exactly. I just am not a big fan of that. Um, what are your thoughts if you just rolled around and been like, "Chan Chan, we're staying home in bed and getting pizza." Honestly, she'd be down for it. Yeah, right. Mm. But I just want to like on. make the effort, you know. It's year one. Yeah. That's not ideal. <laughs> um, have you gotten to? I don't know about your previous relationships, but have have you had you multiple? Do. I mean, <laughs> not really. My memory is very short, as you know. Uh, are we getting to year two with other relationships? Two or three? No. Um, no. So I wonder if it's going to go down, crashing downhill in year two. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is changing in next year for just like, well, yeah, you've my- got no brownies. You're getting six roses or nine if you're fucking lucky, or maybe even two. <laughs> two for two years. <laughs> yeah, two for two years. <laughs> Well, how many months have you been dating? Because you could have done the psychopath number of roses. Well, funnily enough, today is six months after our first date. Oh, so you could have done so six. So could have done six. Do you know all the days? First date. Um, Yeah, 14th of August was first date. This is crazy talk. And then I think our anniversary is the... Uh, what does that mark? I don't know. What is the anniversary mark? Yeah. Um, Just like when we became like official, I guess. You've been in relationships where it was like, oh, we're one month in, oh, we're two months in, where the girl was like obsessed with that, right? Um, yeah, some of them, yeah, are obsessed. I remember that, like, I was like, what? It's like a year or nothing. Yeah, Yeah, I don't really understand, but also it's like sometimes for me it's a a year and a month whenever I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's a year and a few days. Funny story: Mum forgets every single year their anniversary, and Dad always remembers. Even if you ask Mum her anniversary now, she would be like, oh. November. I can't give you a date. I can tell you it's April. 20. I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant mum and dad, so I was like, it's not April. <laughs> oh, I don't know theirs. I can't, I can't get mine down, Pat. Why would I know theirs? No, no. Um, but theirs is marked with a wedding. It's a bit of a different occasion. Yours was just upon a date. I don't, actually know, date. I don't actually know what our signifies, if I'm honest. I don't Wouldn't know if it, it was a date. date? It, it could be, but I honestly have no memory. But I don't think you'd say the date, the first date, is like when you'd mark it. That's because oh, we have no them, memory though. of any other components. Right. I also, I'm not very good as a dater. Um, I'm not very good as a relationship either, but... Um, well, neither has been apparently. So. Uh, yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> um, we're adjacent and it's <laughs> dead. It works so but well. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we've just gone, you go to one end of the country and I'll go to the other. Um, so I I wouldn't, like that whole official thing, that wasn't a real thing. To, I didn't understand that. So there was just like moments in time. No, where... no, he ha- he... Brought it oh, up. He brought it up. And I was like, oh, this actually happened. This is a conversation. I was just like, I don't even understand what's going on. It's very bizarre Well, to I me. think in this day and age where it's like, it makes me sound old, but it's like so many people are on apps and stuff going on multiple dates with different people that I feel like you need to have the conversation to be like, we're exclusive yeah. now. Whereas like maybe you're a little bit more old school, so you weren't dating multiple people, so you didn't feel no. the need for a convo. But I, I think also because like, again, I would be absolutely single as a Pringle if, I wasn't set up on that date right now. Like, there's no mm. doubt about that. I was doing nothing to advance my relationships in any way, shape or form. And so I feel as though it was a bit like, I was like, oh, 
were you still on things? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, because I just, I still wasn't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just wasn't there. Because you've never been on Tinder or Grinder. Grinder, no. So, but I, my understanding is that Grinder is very much just like you just want sex. Oh, There's God, no, yeah. yeah, it's not really. It doesn't seem like a real thing. But I, I was on Tinder only, and this story Ben refutes to be true. But I've got many people with evidence for it. But I've never personally been on Tinder. But I was, on, I was technically on it because one evening at dinner, David Fish, um, good friend. Um, gets great enjoyment out of um, taking control of other people's tinders. Uh, I wasn't on it, so he thought that was even better. Mm. So he joined uh, one evening at dinner when my entire group was there, um, and then he just swiped, I think, the entire uh, homosexual pool of Australia. I imagine if you can widen your parameters, I think I would have matched with everyone on earth. Um, I actually matched with Ben on that. Oh, wow, it's meant to be. Which was like two years later, he told me. And then he was like, but you never spoke to me. And I was like, yes, I wasn't on it. And he was like, that's a lie. And I was like, I, I don't know what to tell <laughs> well, you. Mine was set up like that from friends as well. Yes. And they, the methodology at the time you were sitting there when they did it was like, oh, it's a dog in the photo. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's so not a lot, there's I, not I a high a lot standard. Of, um, match with a lot of men that like surfing and being out in the sun and like hiking pretty much the opposite to what I'm about. It's more like dark caves. Hiking adjacent. And then you see those good. people who stay in dark caves and they're not a vibe either. Similar skin tone to me. Safe. No, no. I think it's about acquiring someone with all of those things and then changing their entire person <laughs> to be more like yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like finding the person who's active and outdoors and living their best life and then you bring them and introduce them to a thousand island on top of a pizza life. And, um, and then that's the end of their rest of their other life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's very different. As I date very different, apparently. <laughs> um, but no, so I haven't actually been on those those situations. Um, I also, I'm try I literally have the worst memory. I'm trying to recall back to first Valentine's things like that. I don't know if Ben and I ever went out. You used to do with previous ones, the Mario date night. I remember you did that one night. Mario? Mario's, yeah, you did that years and years and years and years no. and years ago. You've mistaken that story. <laughs> What? I wouldn't go to um, a rat den adjacent restaurant like where they serve food ago. out of what I can only imagine is like the Woolworths pre-made pasta aisle for a date. I've done koi. Maybe it was me. <laughs> Maybe my Courtney does love the cannoli or the cannelloni <laughs> from there. Years ago, it was a premium experience. It no longer it's is. It's not a premium experience. It's a cafeteria experience now. Um, no, I, I've done koi before, and that's literally the only Valentine's I have memory of. Other than that, I don't, I'm so against a set menu. I can't stand being charged a hundred and something dollars for food I didn't order. We don't know what Chan Chan's doing for you yet, do we? But we do know about Chan Chan that she is the female version of Aaron. She is quite the romantic. Can we confirm on this day, our daily bread, um, can we confirm what the rules are? Because I feel as though, and like, oh, the male is taking the lead here. Sure. If 100%. she resulted, if she came with nothing, but fine. just her personality and herself to dinner tonight, I feel like that's acceptable. 100%. 100%. What's this breaking? Cruise ship placed in lockdown in Sydney Harbour over fears a passenger may have coronavirus. Another cruise ship. I, you know, just because they call it coronavirus, there was always a virus on a cruise ship. You signed up for it when you went on a cruise. I can't help you. I was just breaking news on my phone, guys. I was showing... Stuff. Breaking news. It's <laughs> disgusting on cruise ships. Do you know what I mean? Like, you fucking deal with it, Karen. You picked an all-inclusive floating <laughs> cesspool... It's your own fault for getting involved in it. Um, anyway, so I feel like 
Do you feel like that's correct? Yeah, 100%. I, I believe that, like, today's day is for yes. the guys or, like, the dominant person in the relationship to show. Oh, we don't need to. No, need to. I'll be PC. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need that on this podcast. Don't worry about it. Fuck them. Fuck them completely. Um, the male in the relationship. <laughs> Not the gender fluid Apple computer in the relationship. Like, fuck off. Over in time no, but for that. And there's no male. That's why he's a dominant. Oh, there's a male. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's also someone without a personality. <laughs> I don't want to be stereotyping, but they can build things and I can't. Do you know what I mean? Like some of the things hold. Um, yeah, I think it's the male. Mm, 100%, Definitely. 100%. But but you feel as though there may be a reciprocation of some I sort of. Maybe think there'll be something there's, there's small. Something. Courtney feels very confident. I know nothing. Let's obviously. take a gamble right now in the office today. Who's receiving something? Oh. Sam, zero. <laughs> Let's There's confirm. a chance I could. My friend Emily, not Sky, another friend of yep. mine, usually will send me a Galentine's. But you However, have. I got flowers yes. from her earlier in the week because mm. I'd started my cancer treatment. So it does lower Twice the chances. Twice in a week, yeah. yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, although those flowers have met an untimely end already. <laughs> basically died. It would be nice <laughs> if you did get a refresh. <laughs> a refresh wouldn't be out of the order, you know, although Emily's probably not aware of that. I'm not sure if she's a listener. She is an occasional listener, I think. So yeah. if you're listening today, apologies. Um, they're you're dead. not PC enough for Emily. You're highly Oh, offensive. of course. I didn't think about that. No, she wouldn't be a listener here, unfortunately. She's out there trying to help the world and I'm doing what I can to stop that. Um, who else? What have we got? Lang? Is Pete into that? Pete is actually the anti of all yeah. this stuff, so I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Um, yep. Bruno, we don't know well enough, but that feels like a no. Everybody in the office did give chocolates from me today, so everybody has. And a uh, heart-shaped lollipop from Jess. that I haven't. So. Oh, did Jess give me a heart Jess gave everyone oh, heart-shaped lollipops. Heart I haven't seen it. Oh, she's a cutie. Um, Bruno, I don't know. Um, yeah. Is it anti-vegan? Is it no. a chopper flower? I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> um, then... I'm, Amy I'm will get something. James Amy will, will get step something? up. Definitely. Do you reckon? James is a Valentine's James is coming guy. down from Brisbane tonight to yeah. go to dinner. So She's definitely getting something. Yeah. See, and again, even in that, in that scenario, the male is doing the work. You're mm. driving to Brisbane. He's driving to the G. Jess's yeah. partner yeah. works in the mines. Do you think that he's – is he coming back tonight? No, no, he's definitely back. We've already had a discussion though. Um, he was trying to pull a very last, swift last-minute move. Like he was pulling a me. <laughs> um, he was like, let's go to Etsu and then – Jess was like, firstly, um, no. Um, secondly, Etsu will be booked out seven weeks in advance. Thirdly, um, sitting beside couples that tightly is a no from me. And fourthly, you should be aware of that. And that would have been a good gift. Wow, so, really um, <laughs> so that's a no from Jess. Um, dad didn't get mum anything. Mum didn't get dad anything. So the day's not concluded, out. though. They're not early actioners. They're not Thursday actioners. They're a Friday. Well, one of our staff, Nick, he, um, his girlfriend had a baby at Christmas time. I wonder if he did anything for her. Uh, he will have done absolutely nothing. Wow. I'm confident of that. Um, that doesn't feel like something he will have done. Um, he may be shamed into it whilst at the office today and then later on mm, deal with that. Maybe. But that doesn't feel like something will happen. Um, and there's just Tamara. Tomorrow. Roberta? Roberta. I don't know if she has a partner. She does. She does. I don't she know does. anything about her boyfriend, though. She's too new. She's young, though, so like I feel like in the earlier days you're more into it. But the thing is she's only here till two. she finishes at two, so it could be a gamble to send flowers and then maybe they're not there at the office. That's very true. Or, very, very true. Yeah. She seems like a no. So we're, we're banking on an Amy delivery and that's it. And an Aaron. Oh, and an Aaron delivery, Hopefully. we think we're, we're banking on too. <sighs> top of the top. 
I've not received any messages from Chandler. When she considers things to the office, I usually get a message asking Aaron's whereabouts, and I've not received any such. Oh, text so it's a no today. then. <laughs> but that doesn't mean definitely. She could have asked you and been like, "Are you at the office all day?" And you didn't no, realize. She didn't. She didn't. Who knows? That's, uh, that's right. Oh, well, that's really dampened my spirits for the rest of the day. <laughs> she could just be at home. She could have just said it to your house. So true. She could have something tonight when I go there. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. And I also think the office send is um, an interesting one because – so I've elected for the office send today. I think it's going to go down um, lead balloon adjacent, um, to be honest. Um, uh, actually, that's another point. What goes on the card for the send? What was written on the card? Feel free to um, unveil what you wish oh or not wish. God. Is it just like just you like feel some... like the long sappy story yeah, type? Yeah, it's like okay. the mushy kind of lovey-dovey yeah. stuff. How do you relay a long story to someone on the I don't think night? it's long. It's probably like – three, four sentences max. Would you like to know what's on Ben's card? <laughs> He's handed me a blank piece of paper. <laughs> That's what's on it. There is nothing written on the card. Is this from Sam? No. So Jess and I had a very long conversation about this. Are you um, trying to catch him out? So <laughs> I said, I was on my computer and Jess said, what should the card say? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. That's quite difficult. And then she goes, well, we'll need to say from Sam. And I said, why the fuck should it say that? And then she was like, oh, I guess that's true. I was like, well, if he's getting other roses, he can fuck off. So then I was like, let's say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so we've said no name. We've said nothing. There's just going to be two dozen roses. Although, you know, knowing the people in his life, who else can afford two dozen roses? Well, actually, I mean, it's <laughs> funny you should say that because I have now received two lots of flowers recently with no name on them. And the funny story is that this week the flowers that Emily sent me just be like, you go, girl, I'm with you every step of the way kind of thing for my cancer treatment. And she was like, no name. So I called the florist to be like, hey, I'm wondering who sent these. And they were like, we're going to have to get permission from the person to disclose their name. So I was like, okay, they're like, we'll call you back. Meanwhile, Aaron's on a website trying to order flowers. (laughs) Tell us what happens. So I was trying to order flowers from this website that Chandler really likes. Like the flowers that they do are like these pastel, like bouquet kind of things that she's like, thinks are a vibe. And um, I was trying to order the Valentine's things from them and – I click on the Valentine's Day um, thing and I can't actually like order any. And I click, I look at my cart up the top. Yeah. I click the cart and there's actually someone else's order in my cart. And I can see the full name of the recipient, the address, the phone number, the message that's being left. What was the what message? Who were they sending it to? What was their there address? There was one, um, well, I actually like reloaded the page a couple of times and tried it on mobile. And every time I was getting more people's, like orders in my cart. I saw like three people's orders for like what they were getting for Valentine's Day. The message that was... Was that a nice barometer for you to be able to determine <laughs> where you sat like, in the I realm like, of... Oh, I might actually use this message. <laughs> borrow. Um, but yeah, I was like, wow, this is a breach of privacy. And then wow. I didn't want to order... I didn't want to clear the thing from my cart in like, case like it ruined their order. Like? And then so I like... How considerate. I would have been I like, know, burn the website to the ground, fuck up. I called the place and they were like, oh, we'll have to send it to our web developers. And I also like damned them. And I couldn't actually place an order um, because I didn't want to pay for their order in my well, car as well. Yeah. And then after they got back to me like, oh yeah, sorry, are you trying to order for Valentine's Day? And I was like, yeah. And like, oh, we're actually just sold out of like everything. And I was like, oh, great. Oh my God, Siri, please Calm down, stop. Siri. She's trying to get involved. Um, also, I don't know that people, if it's anywhere near this day, people shouldn't be like, are you ordering for Valentine's Day? You're yeah, a florist. Yes. Know. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like everything coming and in then hot she in offered, February. She offered, um, it was like a Brisbane florist and she's like, oh, you can come in on the day and like get them and pick them up. 
like, oh no. That sounds like something I'd rather kill myself here. than do. Um, <laughs> could you imagine the lineup? Literally. And you know, I've done it before. Right? I've gone in and done the in-person thing. I don't think last year for some reason I needed roses at the last minute for something. I can't remember what it was, but I don't think it was Ben. Um, <laughs> I don't think I had those delivered. <laughs> but, um, oh, you know, I think he was home last year. I have memory of having roses at the house. Was that last year maybe? Honestly, I have no memories. Um, I think I got him a gift. Oh, a gift. Yeah, Louis Vuitton didn't text me this year. Maybe they know something I don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's really going to stick in my mind. Um, so I went in and it is just a line of fluorescent jackets. It's just workmen. Like it's just like tradie.com. They've all finished their trade at like one, two, and at three they were hitting the place up being like, mm. hi, this year I'm going to upgrade from 7-Eleven servo flowers um, and invest in these. It's like, well, not the day to invest because it's very expensive at a florist. You should have stuck with 7-Eleven. Yeah. Not ideal. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Aaron. Um, that's no our Valentine's Day wrap. We went really deep on that, far deeper than I had anticipated, which is ideal. I feel like we've really unpacked Valentine's Day now because for me it's just not a big day. Mm. Or especially with suspense not here. <laughs> It's actually going to be a huge day, though, because I might go home and use an eye mask and just live my best life at home. That's so weird. Did I mention 30% off store wide? <laughs> For James Cosmetics. Why don't you all be my fucking Valentine's and buy an eye mask? Hello? Who did? I mean, did you buy your Valentine an eye mask? Because if you didn't, you're a scumbag. I mean, truly. Aaron? Well, She's yeah. got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, all right, next one I got on my list. I don't know what else. Uh, how long are we at, Courtney? We're at uh, 32 minutes-ish. Oh, it's run pretty long. Okay. Um, what will I touch on then? We touched on George Calabaris on the other podcast, which was – thanks, A-Dog. Um, the other podcast, which was – The Spin Life. The Spin Life podcast, which is a real business thing. I'm just going to touch on it very quickly here because um, I'm not as aggressive in that podcast. But um, I'm fucking disappointed in the Australian people for leaving George Calabaras high and dry. Know him personally, really nice guy. His restaurants are fabulous, have eaten in them many times before. This whole, like, let's name and shame someone who's underpaid their staff but who has self-assessed, self-asked for help, then paid the money back, and then we still try and ruin them, that's a fucking disgusting way to be as a country, and I'm not into it. And I don't think that's what Australia is about at all. I think we're about the underdog, sure. I think we're about tall poppy syndrome, sure. But I think he, I think people saw him as the $7 million thing, and then they felt like they needed to take him down. He'd already been taken down a notch. What we then needed, he was then the underdog. We then needed to go to his restaurants and shop and buy, etc. Do you know what I mean? Because he's an Aussie success story. He's an Australian. He's got 400-plus staff who are now out of work. It's fucking gross. If you're one of those people posting up a storm, it's like, he's the, fuck you. He, he self-assessed. He went and said to the government, I think we've made a mistake. Well, not he, whoever works for him, but his company said, we've made a mistake. How do we fix this? He then made sure that they paid every cent back. So fuck everyone who let that guy go under. I'm not about it. Next up, what have I got? The sports rort scandal. I'm just going to touch this very lightly if you're not familiar with it. It's this whole ScoMo adjacent sports minister handing out grants apparently to areas where they needed to pick up political votes, not based on people that actually needed them. This morning, something else has come to light that in the Senate, they have actually um, overnight said that there was a whole bunch of these that were ineligible based on the rules specifically, uh, even though the prime minister said that they were all eligible, but technically they were still all eligible. It's quite convoluted. Fuck everyone who thinks that decisions aren't made on political basis. I mean, I'm sorry, bases. I don't know. 
I'm sorry, but like Felicity Huffman and this like we cheated her into um school or uh, fucking uni or whatever. This is the world we live in. How long have we been using the phrase? It's not about what you know; it's about who you know. Where do you think that comes from? The whole system is built in a way that's favors and corruption, right? We just have a line in the sand of what corruption we're happy with. And it's like now that it's like, oh, we're giving grants to the. I mean, come on. These grants are so fucking hard to get anyway. But honestly, if you're out there thinking that our government is running like this is the only time that it's political favors done, you need to fucking wake up to yourself. What else have I got here? Uh, oh, yeah, Courtney mentioned this. So I thought I'd throw it in there. Um, the Daily Mail. Um, don't know if you saw me featured in the Daily Mail. I was given a lap dance by Tammy Hembro, a friend of mine. Yours truly was in the Daily Mail. Thanks to my good friends at the DM. Um, there I was uh, in New York Times Square uh, at the Women's Best Rap Party. Got a lap dance. You know how it is. Um, and basically, I, um, yeah. Girl up dance and the Daily Mail picked it up. Uh, the Daily Mail wanted to confirm to everyone that um, I definitely am not, well, they're not making any assumptions that Tammy and I are uh, romantically linked. Thanks so much for clarifying that. Um, unfortunately, she is, uh, you know, apparently off the market. So that's the only reason we're not together. Um, but yeah, they ran that piece. It said that her current partner or previous partner, what are the fuck? Um, it said in the headline, like, watch out, because we were apparently um, very close on the evening. Wow, that's some journalism for you. Wow, wow, wow. Did appreciate they got my name right. Did appreciate they got the title right. Did appreciate that they uh, included me in that. I have included me in many subsequent pieces, because uh, the Daily Mail have previously included me in many pieces, but I am usually referred to as a very, very strange things, i.e. Gina Liano's assistant. I don't want to be offensive, uh, and I don't know Gina Liano's assistant if she has one, but I was wearing $1,500 Louis Vuitton shoes from Paris that are in the colour sand that you can't buy anywhere else. But thanks anyway, okay? Gina Liano's assistant was wearing imported sand, beautiful Louis Vuitton loafers. That's fine. Anyway, um, thanks for the coverage. Daily Mail is always loving the most. What else have we got going on here? I have... A lot of people have messaged me asking me to discuss Married at First Sight. Now, um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, I think last year I said I was going to discuss it more frequently and then I couldn't watch it anymore. Um, I have watched a few episodes this season. Season, yes. Um, I think the – I don't know any of the names. Maybe Courtney will be able to correct me on the names. The vampire guy, um, who's like, who was called a weasel in the in the episode last night, maybe, um, who's like a real estate agent who thinks he's someone, is a fucking loser. He looks like what Count Dracula looks like when he takes on a human form. His hair is disgusting. His personality is disgusting, and their relationship will not last. Is that Ivan? Ivan, that is his name. I didn't watch last night because I was watching Survivor, the new season of. No American one cares. Survivor okay, season three hundred and eight. Oh, season forty. Um, no one cares. So Ivan is, um, a huge problem and needs to be evacuated from the world. Um, the guy that was at the wedding and was like to the kids, yeah, I've cheated on my partner before. You're a fucking clown, mate. Just shut it up. Okay. When, and 
I like to imagine as someone who comes from, you know, industry adjacent, when they say something like that, the reaction in the production room, when they just fucking hit the roof cheering. When he was like, oh, I've cheated before. In that trailer, they were just like fucking boom. We call that an ad. We call that a hype reel. We call that a social segment. It's killing it. Um, He's a fucking idiot. Who else have we got on this stupid show? The girl that's like a lawyer, but then like they went down that like standard misogynistic thing where he was like, she better have some depth. And then she was like, I'm actually a lawyer. And then he was like, oh, she's got some depth. Fuck. And then she was like, I mean, this is all editing. And she was like, I don't think I like him. And then her friend was like, who's rich? And then she was like, oh my God, babe, let's be married. I don't know if I like the editing for that because I feel like it really played right into exactly what we all thought. But um, at the same time, he sounds unbearable. So I don't know how she's putting up with that. But he's got that ice money, uh, frozen water, not the real ice money because then that would be some serious cash. But um, anyway, uh, not into either of those two. There's the couple that's kind of cute and I've forgotten what they look like because now I'm confusing them with the lawyer and the rich ice dude. Um, the only couple that seems to be working to me, although those two think that they were the only couple that's working, but it's the other two. Oh, the truck guy, the truck driving guy, the, the trucky. I don't know what you call them, but I'm calling him a trucky. Um, and when she was like, I've gotten my bikini that's going to really put everything on show and he won't even know it's coming. And then she came out in what I can only describe as the ugliest came up bikini I've seen in years. What the fuck was that? I'm going to put everything on display. Um, why don't you put on display a bikini that someone wants to actually wear? That was disgusting. That I didn't do anything for you. It was just like, I have tits and they're coming out everywhere. But like, but no, that bikini was foul. What was she thinking? It's a no from me. Um, but then it, it worked exactly as she said it would. Because um, then the trucky guy was like, oh my God. And then they had sex that night. And then before they were like, should we tell everyone that we am I allowed to tell everyone that we had sex? And she was like, uh, yeah, but like, don't tell them the positions. What? We just met these people. Why would you be in a discussion? Like, could you pass the salt and pepper? Oh, reverse cowgirl was wonderful last night. What the fuck is that? What sort of dinner parties are people attending when that's a discussion with people you've just met? Hi, I'm Sam. I'm a big fan of the Paddle Pop. <laughs> Shout out to another podcast that's been Studio Network, The Wild Ones. Hello. Uh, what's that called again? Happy Hour with Lucy. I was thinking with Hanging, but then that's Hanging with the Hembros. Happy Hour with Lucy and Nikki. Um, we need to get them for an episode on this podcast because that would be um, a combination of wild. Lucy regularly does rants in her car on the Insta does she? story. Yeah, she does. She oh, really gets riled up. We should get her in for this. Um, so I'm not into, that was the weirdest fucking discussion ever. Why would you be discussing positions at a dinner like that? I mean, what dinners are you going to where positions are being discussed? That did feels like a very long-term friend discussion. Did you see the very episode long-term. about how she apparently said like, oh, $25 now doesn't cut it for me. And then he went on and on and on and on and on, on, on about how it's like you shouldn't talk about oh, money. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, here we go, right. I, I would say that in terms of like masculinity and like I'm no expert on the panel, although one of the experts this year is going with bangs and she should fucking reverse the car. Put, shift it back into reverse. The bangs aren't working, honey. They're not reversing any of the years. Just letting you know. I don't know her name. She should stop. Um, it's actually a, a, a tumultuous year for this year's experts' haircuts. The other guy's gone shorter again. I think he thinks it makes him look younger. She's added bangs. I think she makes thinks it makes her look younger. Everyone needs to calm down, okay? Just calm the fuck down. Get a decent hairdresser and a nice colour through there. You'll be okay. Um, so... 
the $25, I think it would be very emasculating having someone call into question in any way, shape, and form your income in that context. I think it's a brand new person. I don't think that's a discussion that should be had in that context, especially on national television. She didn't. It was off camera and then he brought it up. Oh, okay, right. It was off camera. Okay, so, I mean, look, that that's not that's better. But I, I, I don't think there's any context under which I would be saying to um, my significant other anything about that. Um, look, I'm obviously not in a traditional male-female relationship, and I think that to an extent these two people seem like quite a, a generic, whatever you call that type of relationship, like male-female, et cetera. Um, and I think that bringing out the $25 I mean, if the statement is true where she apparently said $25 now isn't going to cut it, I think that's quite offensive. I think it's absolutely call for um, the reaction from him. I think that him bringing it up the next day was the respectful thing to do because I think that what he could have done was not said anything and then just been a complete fuck the whole time to her rather than saying, like, this really bothered me. Her reaction to that, I feel, was unacceptable. The storming out and the whole, like, the whole parade. It's like you've kind of cut to the absolute – I feel like it's like income and penis size, right? Like I feel like that's like – if you know what I mean? For, some, for a woman to say to a man in that context, the two worst things I think you can say would be like, your dick's small um, or you don't have enough money for me. Like, do you know what I mean? And I think he then commented that it's the lowest he's ever been paid in his career. Something to that effect. So it's obviously a sore point anyway. I, do, I just don't – I think it's unacceptable. Do you think it's fair to use that as a, a yes or no kind of box tick, does this person earn enough money for me? Do you think that's fair for her to even think it? A thousand percent. I mean, what I mean, what world do we live in where all of those factors aren't considered? We. I'm sorry, but as no one's coming here for a politically correct discussion, so let's not even worry ourselves. But I think that let's not pretend like you. when you meet someone, you're immediately looking at them physically. Immediately, when you know the first time you meet them, you're assessing them their attractiveness to you. Now, everyone's attractiveness is different, but you are assessing that to you. You are then following up with a discussion. Can they have this discussion? Are they intelligent? Is that worrying to you? Is that, you know, all your portfolio of things. But at the end of the day, we all live in a society, right? Like, to me, something can be attractive. To someone else, something different can be completely attractive, and we can have a very different view of that. Money's money. Do you know what I mean? We all pay rent, a mortgage, um, we pay for cars, we pay for lunch, we pay for our living. You know what I mean? Money is money and it's the same to everyone. Now, some people want someone who's worth millions and millions of dollars, some people don't care about that sort of stuff, but you still have to pay your rent or your mortgage or whatever. So I think to say like, and I think later on she then discussed um, how for her, she doesn't want to live week to week and that's the point she was making. I think that that discussion, one, isn't one for when you've met someone on a TV. Like, I think that this like whole holier than thou, like you've met someone on a TV show, honey. Let's not pretend like there are different rules to meeting someone on a television show that are in real life. I don't think you dive straight in and you're like, by the way, your income's fucked. I would like someone richer. That's not appropriate discussion. I can't even fathom any circumstance where I would be on an early date and say to someone, or you would even ask that question. Well, and if they brought it up, you would even respond in any way that would be like, oh, $25 an hour. I mean, two and a half thousand is what I like to set. Do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that? I don't get that. What I will say is everything was fine up until, and I don't watch it closely, but everything was fine up until I think the day after. I don't know how the days work, but the dinner last night that I saw parts of, it's too far, mate. Now, now you are the wimp who earns $25 an hour and just needs to fucking bring it down. You now should be paid twenty two fifty. I am docking your pay. 
you're a fucking loser. Um, what I will do is I will personally write him a check for fifty dollars, nay one hundred, um, for a haircut. What he is doing where it's like nothing, and then this sprig of hair that's coming out is filth, positively filth. If he thinks that the twenty five an hour is a problem. Um, people are screaming and running like uh, a burning village from you because of your hair. So um, fix that. Again, more than happy to write that check myself, $100. Um, you can go to salon of choice, um, uh, not hairstyle of choice because you've made a decision that needs to be corrected um, for the public interest. Um, and also that girl, um, I, are they the ones that were dating? Um, put your tits away because um, what you've done there is you've um, gone to you know aisle three of the plastic you know aisle and you've just selected something and then you've nail gunned them to your chest. They are hideous. They are ugly. Um, and they are the Daily Mail ran a thing yesterday that was, I I was out loud crying of laughter. I think they said something like blah 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 of her cheap and nasty four thousand dollar barley boob job, and I was in tears because that is a fucking terrible boob job. Today on the internet, people are discussing where her nipples are because her boob is so far out and there's no nipple. Like, where are the nipples? Um, maybe we need to like CC and call the Bali clinic and ask what they did with her nipples. Were they moved obscurely to the left and right? I'm not really sure. Are they pointing different directions rather than where they should be? I don't really know what's going on there. Um, and I also, I'm speaking on, you know, anatomy that I'm not overly familiar with, but I will say that outfit that she wore was fucking filth. It was way too far. We understand that you've got bolt-ons. We understand that, a light and a whistle for attracting attention in the ocean isn't sufficient based on my own standards. Uh, and if they were asking me what I would prefer, I would say to them, I would prefer to have her lips and her tits because both of those things would keep me afloat for decades to come. I mean, the silicon wouldn't be going anywhere, I can't imagine. Um, God knows what's in her lips. Um, and I, I guess to an extent when she said the $25 an hour, imagine the cost of putting together what she's got going on. Could you imagine the price of all of that work? Oh my God, not to mention the therapy to have to put up with that hairstyle. But he's now getting wimpy and I'm not liking it. You know, it's not for me. Anyway, I think that's this week's episode. I think we're done. Um, let me know if we need to discuss more Married at First Sight things. I need to pay more attention. I don't know if anyone gives a fuck about that, but like if it's for the greater good, I'm happy to go there. As you know, I'm doing the Lord's work. Aaron and I actually do a math special over on our podcast every Monday. A math special? Yeah, the pop. Culture Club is our podcast, and every Monday yeah. we do a wrap-up of the week if anybody wants to hear what we have to say. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a weekly wrap-up is too long. Oh, ours is like a 20-minute thing. I'm not saying you do that. I'm just saying for the listeners, if you want more, yeah, that's where we are. Maybe you can come on one week as well, Sam. Maybe I can. Um, but first, I need to watch it more closely. Do I need to watch it more closely? I'm asking the listeners. You know what like, you If you want me do. to talk about it, I'll talk about it. But if we not, should get an ex-maths contestant on and chat to them. Get the inside scoop. Yeah, I feel like if we brought Davina and we wouldn't get along. <laughs> Happy to chat to her though. I think Davina might be on another podcast that we run coming up. So. Oh, really? Yeah. How interesting. I might drop in. <laughs> Grab a mic. Um, anyway, let me know if I should be listening to it more. Join the Literally Nobody Cares Facebook group. So many people are in there. Love you all the most. I am on route. No. What day is it? This comes out on a Wednesday. I am on route to Bali, Indonesia. Um, I will be present in Bali, Indonesia. Um, for I don't know, enjoy it though, Indonesia. Um, I will be there for a week. I will be there for six nights. Um, I am we're getting our first official Shazan 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 Salise with Sam, whatever it is. Okay, there was a few words there. The Shazan Salise in Paris. 
um, is one of the things you said. The other is sojourns with Sam. Sojourns. Do you know? It's just the perfect amount of elitism. And I feel like if we can all learn it together, sojourns. Say it with me now. Sojourns. I don't feel like you said it out loud. Now we need to learn how to spell it. Yes, but I feel like what the value of it is is that one, it stays as a closed group because people can't spell it. Spell but it out two, for me now. It is S O J O U R N S. Sojourns. So S O J O U R N S. Correct. I'm going to make that Instagram now so that by the time they hear this episode, Sojourns with Sam will be live. Exactly. People can go check it out. In Valis. You can save this portion of the podcast so you know how to spell the bloody thing. Indonesia. We need to learn it to your sojourns. I've discussed this, said out loud, said yourself. Prepare to use it. You need to use the word three times in real conversation before it sticks in the mind. Use it at work. Did use it at the cooler. Use it at home. Use it on the kids. Did you come up with this yourself or did somebody send this to you? No, no, no. I was sent it. But I was sent it by a lot of people. Wow, your followers are very highbrow. They elevate with me, Courtney. They elevate to the standard that we set here at Literally Nobody Cares, the podcast you're listening to by yours truly, Sam Mankin. We'll see you next time. Love you the most. <laughs>